Hey there, I'm Carol Catherine, director and founder of the Collywobbles Theater Company. Welcome to Sounds from the Collywobbles. This week, we have already published one classic suspense episode called Hitchhiker in honor of Halloween. And this one is kind of a funny murder mystery production that was originally featured on a program on NPR called Little Chills Radio. Uh, It's called The Hat Rack of Death, written by Andrew Joffe. And one of the fun things in this is we got to be over the top with our characters. Uh, One problem we did have is there is a character in this, and his name is Blau, and his job is to be a couturier. So he designs clothing. He designs couture. So some of our members had a little trouble pronouncing couturier. Uh, So as we were rehearsing, Steve came up with a sign, because we do it on Zoom, he came up with a sign that wrote out couturier. And uh, we feature that, uh, and everybody seemed to get it after that. So uh, take a listen. We're going to sort out our roles and get going in a second. Thanks for listening. Okay, let's see that again, Steve. I need to see that. <laughs> Who for the day? <laughs> I thought a visual right. might help. <laughs> Love All right. All right, uh, Pam, who are you reading? Brenda. Okay, Char, what about you? Grace and Palms. All right, Carol? I am playing Valida. What about you, Logan? Ned. All right, and Alan? Good. All right, Todd, who are you reading? Bolson. All right, and Kim? Ann. All right, so I'll read uh, Ted and Blau. All right, here we go. The actors are all ready, so sit back and enjoy the hat rack of death. Don't Valida and Ned give wonderful parties, Grace. Absolutely no one has a good time. Save right, Greta and Tacky. No one does Tacky better than Valida and Ned. They are the net plus ultra of Tacky. I mean, did you see that hat rack in the foyer? Oh, my dear. Don't drink anymore, Ned. Oh, shut up, Valida. Come away from him, Valida. He doesn't listen. Yes, dear. Go with Ted. Don't worry about good old Ned. Come on. Yes, Ted. Oh, Ned. Drop dead. Surely a great detective such as yourself, Mr. Palms, must find parties such as this one extremely boring. The same might be said of a couturier such as yourself, Mr. Blau. Good Lord, Palms. How did you know Mr. Blau was a couturier? It was obvious, my dear Molson. For though Mr. Blau has but one arm, he is wearing two cufflinks. Only a couturier would show so obscene a regard for fashion. Amazing palms? Indeed. Celery stick? Please. Pollen dip? Thank you. Darling! Not here. Come with me to the guest room. 
now. Darling! My darling! My Anne! My friend! My own! My own! My Anne! My own! My only! My own Anne! My only own! Mm. Oh, my darling! What about my husband? Which husband is that? My own husband! My only husband! My own Anne's only husband? The same! What about him? I hate him. I wish he were dead. Then I will kill him for you in an extremely violent manner. And then we can be together. Oh, my darling. Uh, uh, Darling. Yes, my own. I could be mistaken, but isn't that your husband sitting in the chair over there with the butcher's knife in his chest? What? I could be wrong. Oh, 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 this is terrible. Then it is him. I thought I recognized him. Oh, you mad fool. You shouldn't have done it. Uh, I? I was only joking when I said I wished him dead. You shouldn't have taken me seriously. Uh, I didn't kill him. Didn't you just say you would kill him for me in an extremely violent manner so that we could be together? Merely a bit of witty romantic banter. Besides, you'll be the prime suspect anyway. The wife's lover. You have a very strong motive. Well, what about you, the maltreated wife? You have a stronger motive. What do you say to that? Well, together, we have a doubly strong motive. The maltreated wife and the wife's lover. What about that? That does sound best. Someone's coming. What are we going to do? We mustn't be found here. Uh, Quick, into the closet. It's urgent I speak with you. Come into the guest room, Ted. Oh, Valida. Oh, Ted. I'm worried about Ned. That drunk. He's not a drunk. That lush. No. Sot? Souse? Rummy? What about inebriate? I still like lush. I'm sure he knows about us, Ted. Nonsense. What makes you say that? Last night he said to me, I know about you and Ted. You're imagining things. How could he have found out? I don't know. I don't... Do you think Anne's husband could have told him? That's ridiculous. Why would Anne's husband tell Ned about us, especially when he was blackmailing us? It's not good business. And besides, it's dishonorable. But you don't know Anne's husband like I do, Ted. He's the worst sort of villain in the world. That fine old blackmailer? What are you saying, Valida? That man is an absolute, an absolute... Swine? No. Rat? No. Cad, bounder, ruffian. Whatever he is, he must be the one that told Ned about us. If he did, Valida, I swear I'll kill him. Oh, I don't think that will be necessary. Why not? Because he's sitting over there with a knife in his chest. Oh, you're absolutely right. How do you suppose that happened? That's not important. They're sure to suspect you anyway. Why's that? He was blackmailing you. He was blackmailing you, too. Don't quibble. You threatened him. When? Just now. Nobody heard me. I did. (laughs) Well, you're not going to tell anybody. Valida? Where are you? It's Ned. What'll we do? We've got to hide. Quick, in the closet. Come on out. I know you're in here. I know you two are in here. You're not fooling me. I know what you two are up to. Anne's husband told me. So come out. Come on out. Come on. Not here. 
<laughs> Why did you do this to me, Valida? Ted, my wife, my best friend. Why did I have to find out about this? Why did Anna's husband have to tell me that swine, that rat, that cat, that bounder ruffian, he ruined my life. I was stupid and happy once, and then he changed it all. I'll kill him. If I ever see him again, I'll kill him. Oh, see you. So there you are. Yes, I said I'd kill you, and I mean it. Don't start begging. It won't help. Oh, what's that? You didn't mean it? Too late for that. Don't just sit there. Don't point at me with that knife in your chest. Don't think that... What am I going to do? Oh, my head. They'll, they'll think it was me. What'll I do? Somebody's coming. Gotta hide in the closet. Ted? Valida? Aha! Hello, Ned. Aha! Close the door, please. Aha! Oh, shut up and come in. Well, so far, this is the most awful. Here's one we haven't seen, Grace. Oh, my dear Greta. This is the tackiest room yet. It certainly is, Grace. Look at that carpet. Moleskin. Blue moleskin. And the chintzy furniture. Oh, Trey Chintzy. Trey, Trey Chintzy. I mean, look at this bureau. Oh, my dear. This bed, this television. It's just like a Howard Johnson's. That terrible chair. I wouldn't sit in that chair for the world. And that dead body. That's the worst of all. I mean, look at that knife in his chest. Obviously from a television <clears throat> mail order offer. Tacky. Trey Tacky. That man is really dead. Oh dear, how they troll. What do we do? We can't be found in here with this corpse. It's, it's not done. Quickly into the closet. Look at this jacket. How tacky. What do you mean, tacky, you old biddy? I beg your pardon. I say, Palms, this is the artist? In here, Molson. You're right, Palms. There is a corpse in this room. How did you know? No time for that, Palms. What do you make of it, Molson? He's been stabbed through the chest, Palms, with a butcher's knife. And what do you make of this? Why, it's a... Uh, um, uh, 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 yes, Molson, speak up. It's an article of ladies under clothing. And what is unusual about it? Uh, the little metal things. The coloring, Molson, the coloring. It's orange and metallic purple. I say. It's also stained with a dead man's blood. What is it, Palms? In good time, Molson, but what else do you see? Uh... Why nothing? Didn't you notice that this part of the carpet, the path from the door, the corpse to the closet, has been worn away and quite recently, too? What does it all mean, Paws? It means, Molson, that... Someone is hiding in the closet. The guests are at a party. 
Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, I think the interest of justice can best be served if we all return to the party. everybody. I thought I had been deserted. We have been investigating a murder, Mr. Blow. A murder? Yes. What would you know about that? Nothing. I've been here all the time. Exactly. Which proves that you're the murderer. (laughs) What? What are you talking about? When you were left entirely alone, You didn't go to see where everybody had gone. Why not? Because you knew that there was a dead body upstairs and you did not want to implicate yourself. That's very flimsy. Ah, flimsy. That brings up another piece of evidence. This item of ladies' lingerie. It has blood all over it. The murdered man's blood. How tacky. Only when it dries, madam. So, how does that implicate me? Observe the strange colouring in the complicated system of pulleys and buckles. No self-respecting person would wear such a garment to a party like this one. I should say not. However, I know through my sources in the underwear underworld that this style of lingerie will be all the rage next year. Now, only a couturier would know that. And there's only one couturier at this party. All right. All right. I did it. I admit it. He knew that I was stealing... All my original designs from Lithuanian newcomers. He was going to expose me. Yes, I did it. I'm glad that I did it. But you'll never catch me. Oh, stop you. My God. How horrible. Holmes, look. Yes, Molson. He impaled himself on the hat rack in the foyer. A fitting end. It is justly written, he who lives by the hat dies by the hat rack. Come, Wilson, let us walk away from this hat rack of death and into the sweet, fresh air of a purer, cleaner world. Good idea, Palms. Indeed. Indeed.